Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Can't you just be a good boy and die? You first. Welcome to the continuation of the Sean Bean Halloween extravaganza with On Second Watch. In today's episode, we explore the movies that Sean Bean was not cast in and answer the ultimate question, how would Sean Bean have died in the 1966 American primetime animated television special, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And yeah, that's right. We're going to kill a man in this children's classic. We get to decide on his role, replacing a lead or a supporting role, a brand new character as a cameo, and decide how we would die. And in today's episode, we are joined by Rob and Peter from the comedy podcast, Rico and the Man. How are you guys doing? Hey, how you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, this is great. Absolutely. So, Rob and Peter, Rico and the Man, is this... None of you guys are named Rico or the Man. Is this a playoff of... (laughs) Chico and the man, or did you guys just, is this an inside joke? Well, it, it's its a very loaded question because one of our favorite things is that the show is called Rico and the Man with Rob Treichler and Peter Martino because all of a sudden you're immediately confused. Um, <laughs> but it actually is a callback. Yes, of course, it's a play on Chico and the Man, the old TV show from the 70s, but it also is a callback to a, a movie Peter and I made in college um, called The Man Back for Seconds. And Peter played the man, and I played a one-scene character named Rico. So when we started talking about this podcast 20 years later, uh, we were trying to figure out titles, and Pete came up with Rico and the man. And we were like, that's it. Done. That's perfect. Yeah, because I thought I, I, miss, I must have missed a joke. So I started scrolling back through your earlier episodes like, nope, you guys don't even talk about this. So I had to ask. <laughs> that's what's funny. We keep batting around the idea to talk about and explain the whole story behind it but we just never got around to it it's like yeah. we totally ignore it and just go on with like entertainment news oh sure and it's such an old movie now at this point and, and you know at sometimes i think about playing clips of it like this is us back in college but who cares you know, it's it's just it's 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 old high eight tape it'll probably sound awful on a podcast so we just kind of just 
let people decide for themselves who Rico and the man are. Well, maybe it'll be a cliffhanger for, for the next season. Yes, we're, <laughs> yes, we're coming up on our season one finale. Oh, nice. Maybe because we're just about to explain it and then you guys just dead air and it gets yep, cut off. Yep, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> cut off the static sound and everything. Yeah, we did that on an episode of our Loki review. We basically teased our review of the first episode of Loki for 45 minutes. And then <laughs> yeah. When we finally got to it, all Pete said was, it was okay. And then the show ended. <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Well, um, I think everyone can get a, a little bit of a hint uh, about your guys' personality. But why don't you tell us a little bit about your show, what your premises and kind of where everybody can find you well there's a lot of shows on the po- in, in the podcast world about the entertainment business movies and television so it's definitely a big pool to jump in but i like to look at our show as the opposite of a deep dive you know it's it's loosely based around everything going on in show business but it always seems to devolve into some bit or some crumb that pete and i latch on to and it becomes a complete derail into ridiculousness. Um, Peter and I work in the entertainment business. So this really, this show is really just a therapy session that we record. <laughs> and, right. you know, it's very stream of consciousness. I try not to edit it too much. And us both being from the East Coast, we never shy away from our talk being a tad controversial. And we definitely let the expletives fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Rob said, we like to try to keep it loose and not script things too much. And, uh, I mean, there were times in college that we would just be in tears because we just came up with something on the spot and we try to bring that to the podcast and hopefully entertain some people along the way too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I I try to just keep it just somewhat of an outline. Um, I have some type of things like scripted. I mean, we do like this whole, I mean, we do movie reviews just like millions of other podcasts out there, but, um, to make it unique, we do like a plot summary Mad Libs where we take just the plot of the movie and we just butcher it. Right. Yeah. I heard that for the, uh, nightmare before Christmas, the the last one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It it can get a little (laughs) out of hand, but we just, we just try to have some fun, make it a little bit different. So it's, you know, I think when everyone's just themselves and just having fun, those are the best podcasts to listen to. That's right. exactly right. I think yeah. if you try and edit every um, every like, you know, out of it, it becomes very forced and becomes, yeah, a scripted show. Mm-hmm. I think of just letting people talk and messing up and just being real and organic and genuine, I think people respond to a lot more than something that's chaptered out and, re- you know, reworked into a 20-minute spiel about, no time to die. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it, I think if it's just a round table and we have a lot of guests on our show who come on frequently and we just talk, you know, mm-hmm. and, and if it if it gets really boring, of course, we'll cut that out. But for the most part, we try <laughs> to just let it fly. And and when it hits the 40 to 45 minute mark, we find a way to end it. Oh, very good. And are, is there any particular pod catcher you guys like everyone to check you out on or are you just kind of wherever you can find you? I like to just say wherever you can find podcasts, we're out there on those platforms because I feel that there's so many now that it's oh, yeah. really hard to pick one and say, just listen to us on Good Pods or Stitcher or Cabin Fever or, you know, Barnum and Bailey's podcast service. It's very <laughs> hard to <laughs> to put that all in a promo. So it's just wherever po- you, you listen to your podcast, we're there. Well, perfect. Yeah, I, I pretty much found you guys everywhere when I was poking around, so... <laughs> we're everywhere. And now, um, uh, as of uh, this morning, we're now also animated. 
Ooh, uh, they're animated clips right. on Twitter you can find of, uh, of little scenes and snippets from our show and two very crudely animated versions of myself <laughs> and Peter. Rob was up all night animating it yes. last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's very true. Uh, he worked very hard on it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking, it's like, man, I would love to just take the 15-minute plot summary Mad Libs I do and animate that, but I just, you know what, I... I don't have the time or the patience to do it. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. How many, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to ask Tim, how many people do you usually have on each episode of your podcast? So our regular movie reviews, we have anywhere between four and six of us. We're, we're, okay. a, we're a six-person team. Uh, the Sean Bean episodes is uh, could just be me. I, I, just a couple where it's just me. Uh, and then maybe one or two other people for the most part. It, it kind of hovers around there. So it's it's a two to three person show for Sean okay. Bean. And then our movie reviews, I, I try to get at least four because um, the six of us, when it's just a couple of us together, we're, it's just not as funny. So, Gotcha. And how'd you guys all meet? We're all childhood friends. You know, we... Uh, oh, that's awesome. Grade school, middle school together. I mean, I you know met my wife in kindergarten and... Even before that, when we were first born, we were born two days apart in the same hospital. So yeah, we've we got a history, and wow. um, yeah, it's it's quite the quite the journey here. But yeah, we've we've all been childhood friends in some way, shape, or form, and uh, just just kept it going with uh, through adulthood. Well, we pretend we're adults, but we're still just uh, just kids in large bodies that can't handle carbs anymore. <laughs> that's so great it's so hard to beat friends as an adult isn't it oh <laughs> it's, my god yeah it's gross it gets, it gets harder and harder for me to make an effort to talk to another person <laughs> nowadays yeah for yeah sure. i i actually had a different podcast before this one that only ran about five episodes and it was just just awful and reason being i i tried to host it myself and i realized i need I need somebody who knows me, who I can riff with and banter with. And Pete had called in a couple times on that show. And then, of course, I shamelessly texted him and said, do you want to do a show together? And he wrote back, Rico and the man. And that's how it started. Perfect. <laughs> I wrote back, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, he wrote Rico and the man. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, that's how all good podcasts are, right? Just Yep. <laughs> fuck Refu- off. Refuse a first offer. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I just kind of bullied everybody into it when we started. It's like, hey, I want to do this thing. I got, I want to do a podcast. And everyone's like, is there pizza? I'm like, yeah, come on over. And <laughs> That's great. And I suckered them in. I love Don't that. tell Pete that. Yeah, no, you get pizza. You get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, I, we found out very quickly there's a limit to how much pizza should be allowed because our first recording was a disaster with how, oh, much, really? how many other bodily noises we were hearing. Oh, so yeah. You got to know your threshold, and you'll learn that as you go. Yeah. Yeah, Rob and I haven't e- aren't, aren't even in the same room. Like, I can't tell you the last time I saw Rob in person. <laughs> yeah, visually, we haven't seen each other in, like, a decade. Yeah. <laughs> because I feel that recording, if I saw Pete, it would be so distracting because he's so adorable. But, um, <laughs> no, it would be so distracting for me to see him, whereas I can hear him, it's like talking on the phone. Yeah. You forget yeah. that you're recording a show. I feel like if I could see him, I'd be looking at the wavelengths and his, you know, his face and mm-hmm. constantly worrying about t- 12 other things. But once we start going, I'd lose myself. And then I listen back and I'm like, oh my God, shut up, Rob, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, we, we started in person and then COVID hit and then we went remote and we tried doing video uh, with audio recordings, but 
yeah, one of my co-hosts just likes to just make weird faces and face and hand gestures. I just had to turn his camera off. So we just went straight, just audio. It's, it's better for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because Pete, right before Peter, right before we uh, got on this, um, he said, is it video or audio? And I went, Oh no. (laughs) Well, I'd hate to make you guys actually look at each other. So I think audio is. Thank Audio you. works out just fine. Thank you for not letting me see. Rob. Thank you for showing my good side. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's let's jump into this. So it's it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, why Classic. why this film? Or really, it's a TV show. It's it's only twenty something minutes long, and you know, we've almost talked the entire length of this film or TV show. So what about this film just made you really want to jump in and, and kill a man in it? It's just so innocent. I think right. <laughs> a peanuts is so innocent. Everyone grew up with them. Everyone knows the characters. It's in our psyche. So why not have a murder in one of them? <laughs> well, when Pete brought up the great pumpkin, the first thing that hit me, I said, well, the hardest part of this one is that Sean Bean is an adult. So is he just going to be like <laughs> wah, 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 the whole time? <laughs> well, I picture a, a, a child, Sean Bean. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Still, still with the with the goatee and everything, a beard and everything, and the longer <laughs> hair, but looking, you know, animated in the same vein as the other characters. So a Game of Thrones Sean Bean, not sure, such a, not so much a Golden Eye. Oh Bean. no, no, I want the Game of Thrones Sean Bean. Copy because I was a big GOT fan, so <laughs> definitely. It's almost like the Evil Universe South Park version yeah. of Sean Bean. Right. Exactly. All right, so let's let's share how this is going to work. So we basically pick a role. Most of the times we end up making it up, and we find a way to kill them that still fits within the story and the adventures that these these kids will be going on. So an example that I have here is uh, Sean Bean is a fellow Peanuts gang member. Well, that sounds weird. Uh, he's a, <laughs> <laughs> a fellow Peanut. He's a fellow Peanut, yeah, and he's he's getting ready for Halloween himself just like everybody and he's on his way to pig pen's house and at the same time at the very beginning of this film you have linus and lucy going out uh, of their house and straight into a pumpkin patch that just seems to just be out in their backyard for some reason and they pick out the biggest pumpkin there and linus can't carry it so he decides he's going to roll it home and as he starts to roll it he starts losing control as it's gaining speed he ends up getting picked up by this pumpkin and rolled around and thrown my thought is that this pumpkin can continue its journey of being totally out of control and start going down the sidewalk. And just so happens, little Sean is rounding the corner and gets hit by this out of control pumpkin with such force. It blasts him into the street and gets hit by an oncoming car. Thus, <laughs> thus ending little Sean. Oh, I wasn't expecting the car. Part. <laughs> yes. I, thought, I thought the pumpkin was going to was insult to injury. Right. <laughs> Kick a man when he's down. Wow, wow. Exactly. <laughs> was that the car or was that the grown-ups? I don't know. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of both. <laughs> so that's that's an example of how we would cast and kill Sean Bean in this one. So, uh, Robert Peter, why don't you take it away to one of your examples here? All right. Well, like I said, I picture a little Sean as well. But I picture him as the new kid in school. And... If recollect, if my memory serves me correct, I believe there was part of Halloween party that the kids were having. It was. And they also went trick-or-treating together. So, of course, naturally, they invite their new friend, Sean, over to go trick-or-treating with them. And everyone loves him. They think he's great. Lucy has a crush on him. Everyone just thinks he's, like, the best guy. Naturally. Yep. 
to Charlie Brown's dismay, everyone loves this the new kid after after years of Charlie Brown being beaten, emotionally <laughs> abused, tortured and and teased. Everyone just immediately gravitates to Sean and Charlie Brown just can't stand this. So the gang goes out trick-or-treating and everyone thinks Sean's so great. He's so popular. Everyone gets their candy trick-or-treating. Finally, Charlie Brown has had it. And he takes the rock that he received (laughs) from trick-or-treating and beats the crap out of Sean right in front of the person's uh, doorstep. And... Thus ends Mr. Popular Sean Bean. Wow. <laughs> you know, there is only so much abuse someone can take before they just snap, right? Right. And I think when Charlie Brown got the rock when he was trick-or-treating, that's just that was the final straw. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else got candy. Charlie Brown got a rock. And decided to take his anger out on little Sean. And he weaponized it. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Oh. That's That's my first one. Awesome. That's uh, brutal. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Sean Sean had it coming. He had it coming. (laughs) I I, I didn't think Charlie had it in him to intentionally just end someone's life. Well, he had it. I mean, Charlie Brown's (laughs) been in the gang for for years. He's tried to be accepted, and they never accepted him. And then this new kid comes along with his his long hair and his full-grown beard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's totally stealing all the spotlight and the kids are totally gravitating towards him so charlie brown's like what hmm. the fuck i mean i get it listen charlie grew up you know he grew up bald that's already you yeah know, exactly he has no facial hair yeah <laughs> i picture sean being <laughs> getting early puberty and <laughs> charlie brown that's another motive for charlie brown to kill him sean Bean got the full beard and the long yeah. hair this kid has pubes. <laughs> the only pubes I have are on my forehead. It's just one. Yeah, yes. very, one, one pube. pube. So I, I have another one that's very similar along the lines of kind of Charlie Brown losing it. Uh, Rob, do you have one that's similar to that or should I? Just... I, I have a, a, all mine seem to circle around that Charlie Brown's a disturbed child. Um, <laughs> well, most of them, but I mean, if you want me to tell you one, I, I could do yeah. that. Why don't you, um, why don't you go for it? Well, in, in Great Pumpkin and in most of the Peanuts movies, there's the football gag with oh, Lucy yeah. and Charlie where she pulls the football away at the last moment and he falls and he always falls for the gag. And in The Great Pumpkin, she tells him, no, it's going to be different this time because I have a signed document. And yep. Charlie gets excited about the signed document. So he falls for it yet again. She says, this document, um, after he falls, she says, oh, look, this document wasn't notarized. So in a passive-aggressive fog, Charlie Brown takes the document to the local notary to get it signed. <laughs> so he won't fall for the football gag again. But the notary, of course, is played by Sean Bean. And I see that I, what I envision is Sean Bean explains to Charlie, you're just a bald little child. You can't get documents signed without a parental guardian. You're not old enough. So then in a blind rage, Charlie Brown opens fire on the whole notary office, Jesus. of course, killing Sean Bean. <laughs> that took a twist. Yes. <laughs> I, I warned you. I warned you. 
Sean Bean's the first adult in a Peanuts special to that they actually understand. <laughs> yeah. And the audience actually understands. <laughs> Just stamp this paper. It's all masking. It's like, no. <laughs> 18 or older, sorry. <laughs> I like the uh the legal route that you went with, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's perfect for a kid's movie, you know, paperwork. Yeah. Um local notary office. Well, Things uh, that kids every, can relate to. Exactly. <laughs> Especially around Halloween. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, so I'll share one of my tragic Charlie Brown moments. So, you know, kind of going on the same vein of him just being abused. He's on the he's on the brink after being bullied for so many years by everybody. Because you look at this, it's just, you know, Lucy's telling him he was accidentally invited to that Halloween party. It was a big mistake. She, you know, the pulling the football away thing yet again. Uh, they even used his head as a model for a pumpkin to be carved. They just <laughs> drew all over his head. So, oh, yeah, that's the way it's going to look. So I don't, I don't blame him for just wanting to snap. So finally, they go out trick-or-treating, and he receives rock after rock from these asshole parents around town. Like, who gives somebody a rock? And then finally, he gets to the last house, and he's praying, just for the love of God, just give me one good and plenty, just something. It's this last house on the block was Sean Bean's house. And because he too was a big asshole, gave Charlie Brown yet another rock. So Charlie, screaming at the top of his lungs, starts whipping his bag of rocks around and around and lets go in just a blind rage, sending this bag of hurt through the air straight into Sean Bean's face and killing him instantly. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that the whole rock bit is something that people remember most from this special. Like, it's just such a absurd right (laughs) and gag like instead of him getting like raisins or something like he gets a fucking rock in in his (laughs) trick-or-treat bag it's like how does that happen i also think it's funny that there that we all right when you told yours pete i crossed off my charlie brown gets a rock and gets angry (laughs) (laughs) oh really yes (laughs) i think the instinct was there for all three of us yeah you we have to we would have found out what would have happened in the sequel of uh, You're in Jail, Charlie Brown, but I think CBS canceled that one. So yes. it's too bad. <laughs> You're a rapist, Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, maybe when the kids are older. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Co-starring Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Rob and I, if you listen to our podcast, Rob and I uh, – go into a whole rant on the whole Bill Cosby thing uh, yes. and how messed up it is that he's a free band. But you know what? It's the legal system's a bit of a mess. Yeah. I don't, whatever. we can't bring Bill Cosby into everything, Pete. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I digressed and I apologize. He brings himself into everything. Yep. And everyone. Right. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm up. Is it my, thing? yeah, if you got one, um, all right, I have two. One of them's actually a little bit better. Uh, does it have to be three or no? I... Just whatever you're comfortable with sharing. We could go. You've got a hundred of them. We'll just go for it. I don't care. All right, the one that I thought was funny is um, obviously the the name of the special is the Great Pumpkin, and it revolves around the Great Pumpkin. The whole point of the the show pretty much is Linus seeing the Great Pumpkin. He camps out in the pumpkin patch all night. 
he misses out on all the trick-or-treating and fun activities that the other kids are doing just to see this great pumpkin. So along comes little Sean Bean again, who's out trick-or-treating, but he he seemed to get astray uh, from the rest of the group. And he sees the great pumpkin in the patch, but Linus does not. Mm-hmm. So he goes over and he's like, oh my God, Linus. I saw him. You were right. I saw the great pumpkin. He was there and he was glorious. He was beautiful. I can't believe it. Linus is pissed. He gets so frustrated that he strangles little Sean Bean with his blanket (laughs) (laughs) until he suffocates and dies in the pumpkin patch. And thus ends little Sean Bean yet again. Well, Linus has a way with that blanket. Didn't he put the letter in the uh, the mailbox with just the blanket? Yeah, he whips it around. I think he made like a um, in the uh, Christmas special. He made like because he was playing the shepherd. I think he made like a shepherd uh, a clo- like a hat with it and everything. Yep. So he that's like his that's like his that's whip, his, his Doctor Strange uh, cloak. Yeah, exactly. So I thought it would be funny that he uses his blanket to strangle the hell out of Sean Bean. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I've totally forgot he had that blanket. I don't think he has the blanket in this episode. Oh, he doesn't? Um, now that you mentioned it. it around all over. I thought so too, but now that you mentioned it, I don't think he had it at all. Oh, no, he did. When he was sleeping out in the pumpkin patch, he had it. Oh, he did have it. So, all right, there. All right. I so digress. The, the weapon was there on site. that's awesome i just came up with one on the fly real quick just thinking like is there a world where um what's his name uh fuck his name's who's the dirty kid pig pen pig pen of course yeah Yeah, i just thought maybe pig pen gives little sean bean some sort of disease and he gets revenge (laughs) i just that just came across my that's not my one but that's one that just hit me in the brain coronavirus coronavirus there you go (laughs) pig pen pig pen transfers covid onto little sean bean and he gets revenge yeah he doesn't wash his hands and he definitely doesn't socially distance no no way (laughs) i mean look at that cloud around him maybe sean bean's just got uh bad asthma just pig pen just walks past him and just (laughs) Just ends them. They start the special off with Pigpen being like, hey guys, I just came back from Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the year 2020. This episode has turned very dark. Oh, you haven't heard my last one yet. Oh, let's, oh boy. <laughs> let's, let's, let's do this then. Let's hear it. All right, well, we were talking about Linus, and he, of course, in this episode is an incurable optimist, is he not? He thinks that there's this great pumpkin that's going to show up. Yep, right. But when the great pumpkin doesn't show up, who does he think is the great pumpkin? Snoopy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in my version, Snoopy doesn't show up. Who shows up? Sean Bean. And Linus faints, and um, Sally gets so pissed that it's Sean Bean and not the Great Pumpkin, you know, she goes on this rage against Linus. Remember, she's like, I didn't get to go trick-or-treating because you told me that there would be a Great Pumpkin. Right, right. You know, and so 
Sean Bean hears all this and he's trying to calm her down. He's saying, you know, I'm just as confused as you are here. I don't know what the great pumpkin is. And then Sally's dad sees this grown man manhandling his daughter. So dad goes, grabs a shotgun. And we know what happens after that. (laughs) (laughs) Self-defense. Exactly. You know, you know. Protect your girls. You got to do what you got to do. Dad sees sees his little girl Sally. He's like, wah, wah, wah. Goes, gets a shotgun. Poor Sean Bean gets caught in the crossfire. We're Snoopy throughout all this. (laughs) He's just like, sorry. Bye. (laughs) I got to go hang out with Woodstock He's on the French countryside battling the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Which is also, for a kid's show, very strange. Does anyone else think it's strange that there's that whole side with Snoopy fighting in World War II? (laughs) I always found them boring, too, those segments. I don't know about you guys, but I, I just... They weren't entertaining to me. I don't really know. I mean, it's like he's just using his imagination. But the the weird thing about this one is that this this episode of The Great Pumpkin is only like 20-something minutes long, and they spend like five minutes on Snoopy like sneaking yeah. through France. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. It's so strange. It's so it has weird. nothing to do with Halloween. has nothing to do with the peanuts as a group. Yeah. I, I kept thinking about, oh, maybe I cast Sean as like the Red Baron. He's like, Snoopy's going to go shoot him down. But then I'm like, well, this it goes nowhere. So I'm like, yeah. eh, forget it. Yeah, I thought I had the same thought. I'm like, is there something in the whole Snoopy imagination wartime thing? But he doesn't yeah. actually meet anybody else in that whole sequence. No. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way to incorporate Snoopy somehow, but I I don't remember him that much in this special to to warrant that. Yeah. He's in it a lot, but mostly insignificant. It's just not really yeah, much. Yeah. He doesn't drive the plot. <laughs> when I was a kid, Snoopy was always my favorite. I right. always thought he was so cute and fun, and he had a wild imagination. But as I got older, I'm like, Snoopy's kind of an asshole. <laughs> if you really yeah. think about it, he's always think, fucking shit up. He is. I think about that a lot with a lot of cartoon characters. <laughs> like, did you ever watch? No, I'm digressing again, but did you ever watch like the Rudolph special? Oh yeah. Santa- Santa Claus is the biggest dick in that in that, <laughs> in that special. It's just well, so I know what funny. we're doing for Christmas, eh, yeah. Tim? <laughs> we should revisit that. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's just such a dick, and it's like, dude, you're Santa Claus. You're supposed to be happy all the time, dude. You're Santa Claus. I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a um, we we did like a podcast takeover for one of our friend podcasters, and and we talked about Rudolph, and yeah, the whole time Santa's just like annoyed it's like oh yeah. it needs work i have to go and just like just right just a total jerk yeah they sing a whole fucking song that they practice and worked hard on for him and he's like mm, needs work i gotta go <laughs> <laughs> it's like thanks dick we just spent the whole we just did a whole musical segment <laughs> uh, so i anyway, i have um i have one anonymous guest that definitely was not my wife uh submission here that she said that there's a whole scene where at the party they're bobbing for apples. Yes. And the thought mm-hmm. is that Charlie Brown, you know, because he's getting picked on so much, just wants to pull one over on everybody. So he ends up killing Sean Bean and then beheading him a la Ned Stark and just putting his head in the the big barrel. <laughs> so <laughs> Lucy goes and bobs for apples and pulls out Sean Bean's head. So Nice. I like that one. That's it's, a good it's one. It's pretty brutal. But yeah, just, that was an, that was another thing I was thinking of trying to incorporate the bobbing for apples thing, but uh, you you did it 
very well and, yeah. and creatively. So kudos but to you. It was definitely not my wife, and I didn't. Whoever, uh, <laughs> whoever, whoever your muse submitted is. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was that was hers, and then the, the last one I have is I had to do this at least once. So Sean Bean is the Great Pumpkin. He, oh. he just has a terrible perception of time. So he happened to show up in the pumpkin patch just minutes after Lucy takes Linus back inside. So he's just this big pumpkin, this perfect pumpkin just in this patch. Like, hey, there's no one here. But, you know, it's it's early morning and, you know, those those people that have to go to work really early, such as a baker, is just wandering by and sees this perfect pumpkin in this patch. Like, you know what? I got to make some pumpkin pies. This pumpkin is perfect. It's, you know, it's ready to go. So he goes and grabs Sean Bean, this pumpkin, and takes him back to his his shop and uh, chops him up, beats him, <laughs> mixes him up, bakes him into several delicious pies that are all eaten by the children of the town. That's good, too. That's, that's great. The thanks, that's the Thanksgiving special, the follow-up. <laughs> <Right. laughs> the, the follow-up with the pumpkin pie. Uh, that I'll was th- good. I'll think about that one when I watch that this Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, that's yeah, Sean. <laughs> Mouthful of Sean. And I thought Charlie Brown as a mass shooter was dark. <laughs> <laughs> We all got pretty creative ways, though, for him to, for Sean Bean to go, I think. For a 20-minute little movie, for, I think yeah, so. Yeah, for a 22-minute movie. It's it's might be the most ways to die so far, I think, that we've done. So Really? It might help that we got three of us and we're all yeah, that's a true. little bit twisted. So it uh, it goes a long ways. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... Uh, about covers it unless you guys have any other quick ones no or? i mean i think i i think that's all that's that's the, all the ways i've found to kill him in this uh in this <laughs> in this show um and i just wanted to say before before we uh finished up uh thank you so much for having us because yeah. it's just the podcast community is so fucking cool and um i just really appreciate you reaching out and uh having us on your show oh it's it's absolutely for my sure. pleasure i you know i love meeting other podcasters we're all you know we're all indie we're all hustling just to just to do something that's fun yes that we think others might uh get some enjoyment out of so hey it's it's a great way to collaborate and have some fun and you'll never watch peanuts the same way again i promise you (laughs) no i won't you're welcome america (laughs) (laughs) and the three people in sweden that have watched or listened to the show so yeah, we get we get like random, right, Rob? We get yeah, like random. There's like yeah, every once in a while there's a lips. Sweden, a Belfast, you know, Germany on the bus sprout uh and, right. and we did a whole bit on our show about how they were all bots and then they all called into our show to tell us how much they loved it. <laughs> but they were all even Vision called in, Vision from uh Oh nice the Avengers called in to tell us how much he loved the show and then revealed that he was also a bot, which really bummed us out. Oh yeah. That's well, you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got Rico and the man with Rob and Peter. Thank you guys for jumping on here. Really appreciate it. It's awesome to talk to you. And for anyone that's listening, go check them out. Um, you guys are relatively new. We got like 18 episodes right now. Relatively new. We started in April or May, I believe. I think our, right. yeah, April. Um, yeah, so we, we, we were about to finish our first season. So, uh, and, you know, all the shows, they are somewhat topical, but not enough to not enjoy now. Because, right. like I said, we're not a deep dive. It usually just devolves into some ridiculousness. Absolutely. And I agree with your first episode. Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
just uh, can't stand it. But uh, yeah, go check these guys out. You guys are a blast. Thanks for jumping on here and recording this this nonsense with us. Really appreciate it. And uh, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Thank you, Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you guys next time. All right.